Welcome to Drinking Bro Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yes, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. D'Anthony, uh, we got one of my faves on today. I don't want to hear about this Ohio State uh, bullshit. You knew exactly what you were getting into when Nick Mangold came on the show. One Ohio State alum to another. Welcome to Drinking Bros. God damn it. It's finally, it's nice to have a, a winner on the podcast, Nick. <laughs> Thank you so much, Trav, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, go Bucks all the way, except for that dismal performance in the national championship game. We lost I don't want to, talk about. to China. We did not lose to Alabama. We lost to China that game. When you have 13 players out with COVID, so I was there, right? Um, I, w- I was at the national championship last Monday night in Miami. Um, Trey Sermon broke his collarbone on like the opening play, went to the hospital. Uh, we lost Wyatt Davis, our other All-American, who's, you know, number one draft pick. Uh, he was out in the second quarter. It got down to a point with, you know, we didn't have kickers. Uh, and then because of COVID, I remember turning to some, like there was some other Buckeyes sitting in the box with me. And I was like, hey, man, we're starting to get into numbers that I've never heard of. And there was players that, no lie, I've never heard of at all. And I think some of them were practice squad guys. How does that work? Um, when, you, when you're missing that many people, what do they do? Do they just put jerseys on, on practice squad guys? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you have the, the rosters, 100 guys uh, from freshman up to seniors. So um, you probably had kids that were in there that just got done playing their senior year of high school um, and are now, you know, peeing on the sidelines, scared to death that they're going to have to go in. I know there was a because uh, Master T got hurt too, our, our backup running back. We were down to the fourth string, which was uh, a guy that I've never heard of. It was number 24. It's my favorite number in the world, and that's the only reason I remembered. Are you allowed to be I don't know named, his name. Are you allowed to be named master now? Like, you can't even refer to a bedroom in your house as master. He's black. Oh, so I yes, see, okay. yes, you can. It's fine. Uh, but a white guy definitely can't go by no, master, no. obviously. Um, my name's Master Dan. No. Unless no. you're like a karate instructor no. or some shit. Like, Master ah. Ken. Master Ken's been getting away with it for a long time. That's true. Maybe it's his mustache. That's true. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got a pretty sweet mustache. I just can't believe the bedroom thing. Like, how do you get rid of the bedroom? I don't know. That, that caught me off guard. I'm watching HGTV, just, you know, enjoying a nice Saturday. And they refer to it as the primary room. Crazy, like, right? I don't know what that is. I don't either. Um, that's where the master uh. sleeps. Because you can, like, to me, the word master is, you know, and as far as bedrooms go, that should encompass all races. Like, you were the master of, of your household. Yeah, and there's going to be yeah. at least some kind of version of sub-dom in the bedroom, no matter who's in there together, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a masculine and a feminine. There's, what are two non... I, we need to do a documentary on what nine, non-binary people do when they fuck. Oh, yeah, And then yeah. I'll sit there and point out how one of them is doing masculine shit and one of them is doing feminine shit. Right. And then we'll see how lo- long it takes me to get canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Look, I think it's going to be very quickly. Um, are you a dom or a sub? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, what do you call it? Versatile. Okay. Yeah. So you, you'll go both. If the girl wants that? me to slap her, I'll slap her. If she wants to slap me, I'll allow that to you. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, uh, Nick, I, look, I, we already know you're a dom. I don't even have to ask you that a big guy like yourself. Uh, we know where you, you, uh, are you wearing a Cleveland, are you wearing a Cleveland Indians hat on backwards right now? I can't see the logo, but I'm guessing it's the Indians. No, it's not the Indians. The guy would be caught dead in Indians hat. I mean, those those people from Cleveland are ridiculous. Uh, it's actually <laughs> actually a Yankees hat. Um, oh. Got sucked into Yankees fandom um, when my boy Nick Swisher uh, oh, yeah. got picked up, and so he would uh, he kept giving me tickets to games. So 
I got sucked in that way. Dude, I heard Nick Swisher parties. I could see the two of you guys heading out in Manhattan just Nick Swisher and Jeremy place. Giambi are both like well-known late or late 90s into early 2000s fucking party animals. Yeah. Did you get down with those guys? Did you guys go out and just rock it? Yeah, there was one uh, right after I got drafted. So this was back in 2006. Nick was actually still playing for the athletics and he came in um, to play the Yankees and um, he calls me up and says, Hey, uh, coming in town, you know, you want to go out? And I was like, yeah, sure. Got nothing going on. It's springtime. Yeah. Um, and we, we went out, we probably, I made it to like 3am. Um, Nick stayed. Uh, we got to the game. We were a couple innings late, hung over, get to the game. And his boy was there. And he was uh, kind of regaling us with what happened in the rest of the evening. Nick, I think, ended up going home about five or six um, and still somehow made the team bus at nine. Ends up going like three for four, uh, saved a, a home run in an outfield. Like He just had a dominating performance. And here I could barely get through the game sitting in the stands. Man, I, those guys in the Yankees go hard. I was in uh, – after I finished Ohio State, I was up at NYU for a bit. Oh, fucking Dave. Uh, yes, oh, yes Boomer, God, Boomer Wells, dude. Dude, I that ran into Boomer Wells at he, a club, he, man. He is the fucking he, man. He's one of the p- best of all time. Yes, he pa- really is. Partiers and mm-hmm. pitchers, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you, you remember Boomer Wells, David Wells, back in the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I'm in a club. It's him, Jeter, Boomer. I mean, they're going fucking hard, and it's like three thirty in the morning, right? And I'm with my buddies, and the, I, I knew they had a noon game the next day, like they had a, a noon start time, and at Yankee Stadium, and I was like. We got we to gotta call a bookie and put all of our money on this. He was pitching. There's no fucking way he's going to make it through mm. this game. Dude. Through a no-hitter? Now, one of those games when he was no no-hitter, it wasn't drunk. that game. But uh, the game that I was at, because we ended up watching it, I put a fuck ton of money on it. And he ended up going seven innings, three hits, no runs. And the Yankees won. I think Jeter went three for four in that game. Just absolute beast. And I was like, it's a day game. And you're sweating your ass off there at Yankee State. Because this yeah. is in the summer. Yeah. I don't know how those guys did it. But they're they just, were absolute they're, legends. They're, those guys are just made differently. I mean, uh, uh, Boomer is like the John Daly of baseball. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, he doesn't give two fucks. He's, I, I, think he, I think he's better when he's fucked up. Actually. I do, too. Who was like that on the Jets when you were playing for the Jets all those years? Um... Oof, that's a good question. There's plenty of plenty of guys. Uh, you know, uh, big Willie Cologne. Um, oh yeah, to us from Pittsburgh. Um, that man, he had to go out on Friday night. Otherwise, like it was just it was kind of like his fuel. Um, you know, he, he had to go out Friday night so that way he could rest Saturday night so he could get after it Sunday. Now, is that anything like Kyrie Irving saying he just needed some time off from the from the Knicks <laughs> or from the Nets? <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, no, no. Guy. He was that big Willie was coming back home because he's a um, Bronx guy, mm-hmm. and so he came back from uh, Pittsburgh. He was there eight years, I think. Um, and so his his first year where mm-hmm. was like a coming home party. Yeah, I mean, Willie was he was king in New York that year. Well, he played uh, until he got hurt in his last season there. He played every single goddamn game. So I'm guessing it worked out all right, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's not, he's not taking off fucking six games, seven games because he uh, needs to recharge. No. The season just started, Kyrie. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what are you out there fucking trying to see if the earth is flat, you dumb bitch? Put your fucking jersey on. Get on the court. Oh, do they get man. six games worth of salary back from this piece of shit or what? I don't know what they're going to do, man. It's a, it, it feels it's strange, man. Since God you retired. It. Doesn't sports feel like it's a different world now where it's just like 
these players just aren't the fucking same. Bunch of bitches. And you man. haven't been out of the league that long, but it just seems different, man. All of it, all the way around. It does. I mean, even cross sports, like you look at football and it just seems, seems like it's getting weaker and weaker, um, you know, but the scores are going up. So everyone's excited about that. But then like basketball and, you know, taking time and, and you know, managing your minutes and everything, um, you know, it just seems like it, things just aren't going as hard as they used to. You know, when we cut out two days, um, that was a big deal. And I was shocked that, that we did it, you know, to be honest, because it was, um, you know, that's kind of where you, you kind of built up your, your strength for the season. Um, and so now, you know, guys are going, uh, I, there were a couple of teams that didn't even hit during the uh, preseason this year, which just to me blows my mind. Yeah. I, you know, looking, looking at it now, looking at the landscape now, I love the final <laughs> four teams that are in it, right? Um, Packers, uh, Brady, obviously with the Bucks, and then you got, um, the Bills who look, Josh Allen is that, that's a sexy team out there against the Chiefs. I don't know what's going to happen with Mahomes yet. Well, I don't know about that. He it seems like he's going to play, but you're right. You, we have the probably as of right now, the four best quarterbacks in the NFL and the, in the fucking conference championships, I think. I mean, there's you, yeah. you, 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 could, you could talk about Russell Wilson. You could talk about some other guys. But as far as dudes who win games and put up stats, these are probably the best four out there right now. And I think the two at the bottom, even though Mahomes has already won a chip, he's still kind of on the come up. We don't know what this dude is going to be yet. No. He hasn't even – like he just stopped growing this year. He's 25 years old. I know. You know what I mean? Allen's young too. So it's like the old guy – or the young guys on the AFC side, the old guys on the NFC side. And now we're going to see what the fuck's about to happen. I'm amped either way. Like, I, as a fan, because, you know, Dan and I have a host of sports show, and uh, we travel around and, and usually do a live show from somebody's tailgate, like, every two to three weeks. We haven't been able to do that because of COVID this year, obviously. But as a fan of the game, you want to see the four best teams in there, or the four sexiest teams in there. I was amped when the Rams went out. I just, I don't know. Goff seems like a gimp to me. Um, where it's just, there's nothing fun about that Rams team, really. Their defense is fun. But let's face it, nobody's watching a, a game for the defense. I love Aaron Donald, though. I love how emotional. So I. I, I love how emotional and angry he got not being able to play. That's what I look for in an athlete. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people, people like to talk shit about the Jordan crying meme or or uh, or Forrest Griffin crying after he lost that fucking fight in the ring and shit like that. Man, that's that's what you want. Yeah. You want a hundred percent from these motherfuckers, man. And it's it, it takes a lot out of you. And when when uh, when guys either succeed and and break down or, or or fail and break down or aren't able to participate and break down, you know that motherfucker wanted to be on the field. Yeah, you know man. I mean? I, and for you personally, it's like, not, dude, not about a paycheck. What, was it? A, was it? Did it suck that you were never got to go to a Super Bowl or any of that? Uh, yeah, completely sucked. I mean, I'm much rather, uh, and I've told this to a bunch of people, but I'm much rather have a Super Bowl ring um, than any of the individual stuff because you know that's a that's something that, you know, I get super jealous whenever I see guys with their rings on, um, you know, that have won one because we got close. Um, but to never even be in the game, to be in the conversation, uh, stings quite a bit. Yeah, because you were one of the very best players there, there was. Like, um, you easily could have been on any one of these championship yeah. teams. <clears throat> Um, as far as centers go, like, dude, you were one of my favorites. And uh, we had Ryan Jensen on the show, who's, who's actually still playing um uh for the buccaneers right now the two of you guys it was just like all right sweet man like yes let's give these these motherfuckers a ring and see what happens um <laughs> the jets themselves have just not been able to figure it out man and i don't know what they're going to do to get better because darnold doesn't seem like the answer 
Uh, I don't know if they go Justin Fields at two. Me personally, having seen that Devonta Smith kid in person for the first time this year, holy shit. I've never seen a better wide receiver in college football because we usually get field passes, all this shit. Obviously, you're on the field. He's the best I've ever seen. Ever seen. Yeah. And um, do you go with him? Like, what do the Jets do to rebuild? It, you know, I think it's going to be really tricky because, you know, you have Sam Darnold there who, while you, you know, it, it still doesn't seem like a finished product um, to say that he's definitely done. Um, but you do have Justin Fields sitting there in the draft. Um, the one thing I do like is that the Jets, you know, kept their GM, um, who they just signed last year, uh, Joe Douglas, and he's been able to watch the behind the scenes because, you know, we all see what happens on Sunday, um, but we don't know what's going on in the meetings. We don't know what's going on in practice. And so I think he has a much better feel of what Sam is capable of doing rather than a new guy coming in. Um, and so uh, that gives me a little hope so that whatever direction we go is, is based off of, you know, what he knows and not what he's guessing. Um, but yeah, th- we've been struggling. I mean, the, this past year really sucked. Um, it, it was tough. I, I've, I've been through losing seasons myself many a time, um, but to sit there on the fan side uh, and be staring down the barrel of a, a undefeated season in the wrong way um, was no fun at all. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Because um, I, jeez, you look at that team. Were you was was it you with Sanchez in the butt fumble? Uh, we were there for the incident. Yep, <laughs> the incident. Is that how you guys refer to it? The incident. That's how I refer to it. <clears throat> Oh, uh, it's great. You though. know, the, the, Jet, I, the Jets have two and 23 and then uh, in the first round, and they've got 34 in the second round. So they basically have three first round draft picks this year. You can take a great offensive lineman, maybe two, and still get a great offensive weapon yeah. to add to Darnold. You know what I mean? And he's 23 years old, like he's saying. Maybe he's a guy, maybe he's not. Again, he's another guy that hasn't, his bones have not stopped or growing yet, right? We don't, we don't know. And he's been on shit teams. But uh, Darnold? Yes. Yeah, well, I mean, look, but his, his head is also still growing. And I wonder if the oh, NFL makes helmets that big, if that head keeps growing. Um, very, it's very Baron Trumpish. Like, he's, it, it just keeps going. But uh, I don't know if that's the answer. Because there there's two rumors out there that I've heard. I've heard, well, the, the one got killed yesterday. But uh, there was one that, that, was, that had uh, Justin Fields at two and then Chris Olave uh, from Ohio State. But Olave opted in. I don't know why. He was going to go in the top probably 20 of the draft for wide receivers, uh, the wide receiver out of Ohio State. I don't know why he came back senior year. I'm amped about it, but uh, that kind of killed that. And then the other one I've heard is that they might trade for Deshaun Watson. Yeah, if they, if they did, that would be – if they could trade uh, their second-round pick probably and maybe one of their first rounds for Deshaun Watson, I'd probably do that. I think Houston and then, and, wants both and then, picks, though. They, they want both first-rounders. They, they're not going to get first-rounders. I would not trade both first-rounders. If I, if I, I would try to get them to take something else, plus uh, pick 23 and 34, and then take uh, Panay Sewell, uh, the offensive tackle, because he's the yeah. best offensive lineman in the, in the fucking draft. That's what I would do personally. But, I mean, we'll see what happens. Ultimately, you got, they, they have to make a decision about how they want to continue long-term if they make that trade darnold's got to be involved in it somehow right he's got to go they're they're not they're not keeping him on with his contract even though it's he's still in his rookie contract i think but they're not keeping him on with that money behind deshaun watson that would be crazy to do that yeah you you've got to see deshaun watson up close and personal how how good is he and would you make that trade yeah i mean he's a fantastic player i think we all know that um and you watch him fly around the way that he's able to to make some plays with his feet but also sling the ball Mm. um i personally would not make the trade just because you, I feel like Houston is going to want so much 
that you're going to set yourself behind. We have so many other pieces that I think bringing uh, Sean Watson in, when you have holes on the offensive line, you're just going to get him killed back there anyway. Right. What, um, what if they so included? Rather, what if they included JJ Watt because he's on the market as well? Well, it's not going to protect him on offense. But. No, it's not going to protect yeah. him on offense. But they can get you know. I mean, th- that's a lot of fucking firepower to come over from one team to another all of a sudden. And it it seems I, like those two guys have a really good relationship too. They do, but I just I don't see like JJ's on the tail end. Uh, mm-hmm. He's had to deal with so many injuries yeah. and everything. Um, I don't think any package is worth it to to have him come over. Plus. I don't think Houston would ever uh, trade him. I mean, he's he is the face of the franchise. Uh, well, do you say that more so than even Deshaun Washington? The 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 uh, Texans said yesterday that they're going to give him a trade, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so they, they're going gonna, they're going to let Watt leave. I don't know what they're going to get for him because you're right. What is he? Thirty two. Yeah, he's got he's got to be thirty two. Hot Bob. Uh, Double checked it on JJ Watt, but uh, we got a producer off camera named Hot Bob. I like how we have sexiest man alive. He's uh, 31. 31, 31 years old, but he'll be 32 in March. I I was closer than I was. Uh, Anyways, this is the second very likely Hall of Fame offensive uh, lineman we've had on the show in two weeks. I think so. Do you think you're going to Hall of Fame? I have no idea, and that's kind of the joy of where I'm at. Is that um, there's nothing I can do now Mm. to control that. So I don't have to worry about it. Um, you know, it would be cool. It'd be an amazing honor. But uh, as of right now, um, you know, there's nothing I can do anymore. I, I've, I've hung them up. So I got to just hope for the best. Yeah. Well, there's no question that you were one of the top three offensive linemen overall, not just centers in the game throughout your career. That's I mean, most people agree on that. Yeah. But it is it is notoriously difficult for some reason for centers to get into the Hall of Fame. I don't know why. It's not a sexy I mean, that position. Is, it's You're... not and it's not it's not a sexy position, but it's one of the most respected, highest paid, most difficult. And if you have longevity at that position, you're widely considered by your teammates and analysts in the NFL to be an all time great. Just yeah. just by being there and showing up every day and playing sixteen games a season. So why the fuck are these more of these dudes not in the Hall of Fame? It's one of the most important it's like catchers, right? Yeah. Like you're a catcher. That is a difficult job. You go out and hit 280, which doesn't seem sexy, but you hit 280 and play 130 to 140 games a year. That is a big fucking deal. It is. I'd like to see McAfee in too for a uh, punting. Oh, yeah. You know? I want to see him in for his fucking, just for his quads. The quads, dude. The qu- I, I want him in just for his speech. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you give him the Can you imagine? You, oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw the draft. That was uh, the last one in Nashville. Yeah, where oh, he yeah, was he at the combine it. and all that shit, and then he went to the draft when after. Did, yeah. When he did the uh, introduction for their pick, I mean, that was that was amazing. And it, it flew off the cuff because I was sitting with him in the green room beforehand. <laughs> and, you know, I was sitting there just scared shitless. I was going to get some goofy name that I wouldn't be able to pronounce. And he's he's over there just kind of shooting the shit. Hanging out, and he was like, "Yeah, I got to do something. I'll do something big. I don't know what it's going to be yet." And you know, I'm sitting there watching it. I was like, "That was something big." That yeah, was well, it was huge. well, I can I can relate to that. We do the same thing, but it's only it's a function of talking in front of an audience for three hours every single day of your life. Yeah, you know what I mean, you yeah, just, yeah, yeah. it just becomes something that you do. But he's still he is he is better than most at it frankly pat and i are in a, in a in a war of words on twitter right now i've challenged him to a punt pass kick competition for 10k for charity um and he he is declined he has said no um and which which hurts my soul right because it's for the kids um it's for the children of the world so you heard it here first pat mcafee hates children folks. hates children hates children uh <laughs> widely <laughs> known widely I known do. but everybody's he, saying it he, uh, <laughs> he he sent me back this video on twitter that said i literally think i still own the record 
for punt pass kick when he was like 14 years old. I think he's right. I think he's right. I think he is. He sent me the video from the field when he accepted his trophy. Um, It was pretty funny. We're we're huge fans of him, but I would like to to test my metal because I was a a hell of a punter in high school. Yeah, but the the accuracy portion of that, he would fucking destroy you. Correct, but that's the beauty of a punt pass kick, uh, Nick, is that there is no accuracy. It's just length, brother. Mm, It's just like same as the bedroom. It's just length, you know? His legs are the size Even of Even on the head. kick? Yes. I yeah. thought I thought the punt pass kick there was part of it where you have to place in like on the left and right side of hash marks inside the 20 or something no. like that. So here's the deal. The, the kick is actually not uh, – it's a kickoff off of a tee. Mm. So you're not kicking a field goal. Because if it was field goals, <laughs> well, yeah, but what, I'd get crushed. If you kick it out of, if you kick it out of bounds. Correct. Yeah. But I, I'm look, let's, let's face it. I'm a professional. No, uh, no, he's literally a professional. Yeah, but I, 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 I probably could have been one. Maybe like the AFL or something like that, the Arena League or something. Arena like that. Yeah. If I would have tried my my best on the at four, it. on the sixty yard field or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I could. So I think he would have me. Look, a punt's a punt. We don't know. We don't know how long that's going to go. Um, how many How many chances a, a you get? Throws a throw. I think it's just one apiece. No man. way. Yeah. yeah, you'd have to get like at least two and the best one like best lie or something like that i, I was i was watching it online the other night and i, I think it's just one a piece also is it, it in the air or is it like total distance uh in the air yeah because if it was total distance then you could have a uh you know <laughs> yeah he would kick like what's that dude that kicks sideways uh kicks the ball yeah, sideways you could have those australian yeah. punts and we don't need any of that nonsense like it's it's in the air all the way that would make it mostly luck anyways because even if you australian kick if you're off by like a couple of centimeters in the ball one way or the other it fucking spins out of bounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you'd be fucked then. Yeah. Anyways, you would definitely lose. No, I don't think I would. And again, it's for the kids. Pat won't do it. Um, for the shorties. Yeah. Start saying it's for the shorties. <laughs> let's, let's make a music video and say it's for the shorties. And then uh, we'll, we'll it'll, the music video is called Pat McAfee hates children. <laughs> we did a thing on uh, Ross Patterson revolution earlier this morning about Bono and the uh, singing that song for the African children. Do they know it's Christmas after all? Which is super degrading, as if children in Africa wouldn't know it's Christmas. Well, I mean, um, the Dutch settlements probably do. Maybe some of the English settlements, but the other ones probably don't celebrate Christmas because it's Africa. Maybe you don't know, and I, and I don't want to rule that out. Anywho, do you think they know? I would Afgan- make it like that video for for yeah. Pat McAfee. Let's make a song called "Do You Think Afghani Children Know It's Christmas?" Yeah, when you were over there, did they know it was Christmas? No, no, they didn't. They don't do that dan was overseas and killed hundreds of people by the way nick so if you're going to get an answer about christmas out of afghanistan that's the guy who's going to give it to you i've never been to afghanistan really no we went just in iraq yeah well not just in iraq but i was in iraq yeah okay uh it, it's they don't do christmas over there they don't know christmas in iraq either. no 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 no, no shit no it's unfortunate that really i mean is. we did we would go out on patrol wearing santa hats and they were like who are these fucking psychos yeah but you know what i mean that's better than the mohawks we had before that i remember jake gyllenhaal wearing the santa hat and jarhead yeah he was pounding off with it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 great scene great yeah. scene i still use it um just when i'm you know feeling flirty when my wife isn't around yeah um are you a big barbecue guy because um, we're in Austin, I, we got to know. Good, uh, I'm good size, you know, six four, probably, you know, somewhere around. So I'm pretty big. Um, whoa, 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 yeah, whoa, 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 Slow it down. You, whoa, sk- you skipped whoa, on the weight whoa, 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 whoa. there. Whoa, You yeah, skipped on the skipped weight. Skipped on the weight. What are you down to? You look, you look a lot slimmer. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you got. Uh, no, not really. Um, I think it's just the camera. It's got a nice filter on it. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, I'm, I'm still up. I'm um, trying to get down, trying to lose weight. Um, I don't weigh in all that often, um, but I'm definitely down from when I was playing. 
It looks like you're in Michael Scott's <laughs> office uh, right now, yeah. which I really like, by you, the way. You got to write Scranton, that quote. For your next interview, write that quote, uh, you miss every shot you don't take, Wayne Gretzky, and then Michael Scott under Michael that. Scott. And then put your name under uh, Well, that and then put Lee Harvey Oswald, obviously. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, you miss 100% of shots you don't take. So Austin's a big barbecue town. Aaron Franklin's here. Uh, Terry Blacks is here. Valentina's is here. There's a shitload. And uh, every time somebody comes here, like our uh, a guy we know, Giannis Pop is the comedian, was here last week. And we went out to uh, Terry Black's with him. Yep. And uh, uh, Xander was like, he said, he, Pop has talked about it on Rogan's show, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't any of us. It wasn't me or Georgia or anybody else talking about it, how it was the fourth best. Yeah. It was Xander. It was, he was like, yeah, oh, this is only the fourth best. And, and Giannis was like, if there's three better than this, I don't want to try them. Like, what the, <laughs> this is bullshit. But Terry Black's brisket is, is awesome. There's a lot of good stuff around here. What kind of barbecue shit do you get into? Uh, I'm, I, I got into it deep. Um, we had a uh, an assistant offensive line coach come to us, and he is a certified barbecue judge. Um, I'm sorry. So how do you he, get certified yeah, in that? How do you get certified? God. Uh, I, I actually Damn. started looking into it, and you have to go take a class. Um, and they have – it's like it, it travels around the country. Um, and so I, have, I found one in Virginia. Uh, that I was going to go to this past spring. Uh, thanks a lot, Rona. Yeah, um, China. And you go there, you go there for like eight hours, um, and like four of it's in the classroom, and then four of it is you know actually judging food, and they teach you kind of what you're supposed to be looking for and everything. Um, so it's a pretty cool process. But he came to us, um, and he held my hand, got me sucked into it. I'm a big green egg guy, um, and so I know that's not the the true pure barbecue world, but for me it works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it all and I love it. I've, I've, I've gone in hook, line and sinker. Um, it's, it's so much fun because it's, it's such a process to cook. Um, but that just gives you more time to hang out. Um, and everyone loves barbecue. I don't think there's anyone been like, ah, no, I'm not, I'm good. I don't, I don't want any barbecue. Um, and so it brings people together. Uh, and it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's one of those things where we we have a show on our network um, called Tailgate Legends. It's hosted mm-hmm. by uh, Eric Tanzi, uh, former cop out of Raleigh. And barbecue is something that everyone takes very, very seriously. So all these yeah. shows we've gone to <clears throat> all over the country. I mean, we've been to, I feel like, every stadium in America at this point. There's only a couple we haven't been to. Everybody always says they have the best barbecue. Who is your very best that absolutely tore your face off and you were like, dude, I will never top that. Um, ooh, that's a good question. Um, bu- 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 bu. You know, it was probably actually uh, the offensive line coach, Ron Heller. Um, he brought in a brisket that he did. And it, it was, I, I don't know what he did to it. He just, I, 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 it, pretty sure he sprinkled <clears throat> a little bit of crack cocaine on it. Mm, yeah. um, but that, I mean, it was unbelievable. It was just, it, it was um, that's what made me really fall. I was like, you made this, like you sat down and you, you, you started, you cooked this. And he's like, yeah, of course. And then it was yeah. like, all right, you need to teach me how to do it. Well, this there's, stuff. there's so many good tools to use now. I mean, big green egg is one of them. That's a good, that's a good one. Trigger. Uh, My wife's a trigger. trigger. We're, we're doing a, uh, for the Super Bowl. we're doing a live show here at the studio. The pregame show is a cook off and there's a, there's a trophy winner. That one's for best dips. Um, mm. obviously cause it's the Super Bowl, but we have a, we have a trophy being made as we speak. Mm. My wife is a gigantic Traeger. Yeah, Traeger's great. Uh, uh, I've actually, I've used a Big Green Egg before. It's good. There's a birch barrel that's kind of like a uh, Big Green Egg that's really good. There's a lot of yeah. tools out there where you can use different kinds of uh, like pre-seasoned uh, uh, woods, right? Like mm-hmm. the, the pellets from Traeger and various other ones. And it, man, it, it, 
you, you brine in the meat a little bit and you throw it in this thing and fucking forget it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get a, an incredible product every single time. It's amazing these days. Have There's, you ever entered a competition? <clears throat> um, I have not done barbecue competition. I've done cooking competitions um, for different shows, but I've never done an actual barbecue one. What's your best dish? Yeah, did you win? Um, no, let's see here. One of them I lost to my chili, uh, speaking of dips, lost to a stupid buffalo chicken dip that everybody makes. Everybody makes the uh, same one. No, it's the same thing. It had four ingredients. It was, like green chilies and Velveeta cheese and yeah. fucking, it's, and, that and, ch- and shredded chicken. Shredded chicken and, and that buffalo stupid. sauce. It's the same one every time. Uh, but then I won another one with chicken wings, um, which was a lot of fun. Um, I've, I've won a handful of cooking competitions. Wings are hard to make on your own, dude. I, I, that's something I don't trust myself with or, or like, I'd say 99% of gen pop to make a wing. I, I like them crispy. I don't like the movie around skin. No, it's gross. Um, and I'll, I'll oh. certainly sit down at a fucking Hooters and eat those breaded wings yeah. all day. I like the breaded ones too, but I like naked crispy, right? With a good, now, th- these ones, um, I did, I made them into chicken lollipops. So you take the flat beforehand, you cut the bone and you take one of the little bones out and then you push all the meat down to one end. Mm-hmm. So mm. that way you get the bare bone stick mm-hmm. and then you fry it up from there. Oh, they were, they were in fuego. My God, man. I don't believe I've ever heard of that technique. What's that called? Yeah, lo- lollipop, lollipop chicken wings. If you can ever find them, they are amazing. Dear God, we might do that. Might have to be a thing next year. Looking into it, yeah. There's a cool. there's an Austin place that does that. It's real good. Oh, there's an Austin Tommy place. Tommy Want Wingy, I believe. Oh, Tommy Want Wingy, dude. I, I tried to go to Tommy Want Wingy two Sundays ago for for the game. I was going to take my kid. Do any of their proceeds go to the Chris Farley Foundation? The Chris Farley Foundation, by the way, pays for cocaine for people. It does. It yeah. does. So any ch- any children out there who need cocaine, yeah. will go there. I couldn't get into Tommy Want Wingy. It was packed. I mean, just absolutely fucking. I'm packed. guessing they don't take reservations or anything. No, a wing joint taking res, that'd be great well, if they did. When you're, I mean, COVID, a lot of people started taking reservations that don't just so people don't fucking show oh, up and yeah, yeah, overpack yeah. the place or whatever. Yeah, or you can't see them because they're behind <clears throat> screen, but I got a shitty wreck uh, from, uh, from Derry Dan here behind the screen. He said go to Pluckers, and dude, that was not Pluckers not is like hooray. Pluckers is like Wish.com B-dubs, man. Why yes. would you go there? Yes, I, I was referred there. We just, we, we just moved the whole company. I said Austin doesn't have a good wing spot. Uh, which is true. And I said Pluckers is probably... Well, dude, Tommy yeah. want wingies. We'll see. Uh, if we're in the New York area, what's the best wing joint there? Like, wh- <laughs> what do you got there? Ooh. Um, I, you just get, keep going north and go up to Buffalo. And yeah. And yep. get some good stuff. And That's then, a far drive, though. I've, I've made that drive to Buffalo just for the wings. It is worth it. You are correct. Like, the wings really are... The yeah, legit, they're really good, yeah. Yes. The only, the the only time I go up there is if I'm also going to Toronto, though, to be honest. Or, or oh, yeah. going up to like Quebec or something like that because it is there's nothing kind of out there. in the middle of nowhere. There's a bunch of fireworks up by Buffalo and broken tables reason. littered across the, the the landscape. Yeah, man, <laughs> they have they have f- whole fields of broken tables. And, and, and living in New York City, because again, you were playing for the Jets, like dude, I, I've lived in New York several times. I never found a good barbecue joint or a wing place in the city whatsoever. In New York, at all? Yeah, yeah there's no good bar. There really is no good barbecue. Um, and wings are just kind of a dime a dozen, you, you know, you're middle of the road, nothing spectacular. You know, where we ended up all the time was, uh, at the Hooters across from Madison square garden. 
all the fucking time. I dead dead serious because there was no wing joints there, and it was just like, all right, cool, man. I used to do the same in L.A. Anytime I went to Lakers games down there or anything yeah. like that, I would go right across the street to that Hooters across from Staples. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because there's, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of bullshit around there, but the restaurants aren't that great, to be no, honest. In no. that area of town, they're not that great. Have you have you gotten down to Texas for the Texas barbecue? Fletcher's, by the way, in Brooklyn is really good. Uh, no, I haven't. I had, had a big lofty goals this year being able to get around and, and try out a bunch of different places um and then i didn't leave my house for like six months china china you so, didn't leave yeah. that's where we're at so i um i still want to we used to we'd get every once in a while some somebody would be able to go out and go to away games um and you know they'd bring something back um and it was but i never really get, went and had the full experience where you know you stand in line you wait um you know you get your your plate and enjoy it there um which is kind of disappointing for me we we got fortunate here because when we moved uh, the entire company here to austin um we had a big election party for and we invited the listeners into the studio and all that stuff they brought us in franklin's so the hype was real we had the brisket from franklin's and that really was the best brisket i've ever had so i can i for for sure brisket wise i can definitely say franklin I'm still open up to everyone else as far as ribs. I was watching that Netflix doc on barbecue. Have you seen it yet? It just came out? No, I haven't. Oh, dude. It's like a 12-parter. Um, and they go yeah. around to the best barbecue places um, in the country. And it's called uh, – it's it's a series for them, like Best Chef or Next Chef. Or, uh, somebody will correct me. I guarantee it on YouTube. But um, uh, either way, they this season, the entire season, is all the best barbecue places. And so there was a place called Snow's on there that was an 87-year-old woman um, who makes the barbecue here in Texas. It's about 90 minutes away, and we were all dying to go. Obviously, COVID has shut down that restaurant right now. But um, watch that doc series. Dude, uh, I can promise you it'll make you want to get in, a, in an RV and then travel around to all of these places. I mean, they had the best shots on there of all time. We were just like, holy shit. They did it right on that Netflix doc for sure. Yeah, that'd what? be great. I mean, it would be that's something I've always wanted to do because, like, I'd love to get down in the Carolinas, see what they're doing down there. Yeah. You know, head to Tennessee, um, Texas, Memphis. I mean, get all the places in. Um, KC, Memphis, just, South, uh, North and yeah, South Carolina. So we went to Texas. You, you and I, because we came from North Carolina. So here's what I'll say about North Carolina: it's it's a lot of vinegar based shit. Mm. So if you're into that, that's cool. That's not really my jam. So even though we lived there for a while, I was like, eh. Why we grew up there too. I mean, I grew up in South Carolina. He grew up in Georgia, Georgia and yeah. that's primarily what you get down there is Carolina style barbecue, right? Yeah. It's tangy. There's a lot of vinegar and mustard and shit like that. It's not like, I mean, Casey, you're going to get, I guess Memphis too. You're going to get sweet sauces. Texas isn't really about the sauce that much. They're about the meat. That's why I like Texas barbecue the most because they don't really church it up too much. They're like it's, it's, you can tell because their best product is brisket. You yeah. don't have to do anything to brisket. You yeah. season a little bit, and you fucking smoke that bitch. But it's hard to cook. It man. is. Good well, it just tastes forever, to and you got to pay a lot of attention to that motherfucker, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then Kansas City, we went to that Chiefs game. We were at the uh, AFC Championship two years ago. Mm-hmm. We went to all the, the top barbecue places to, to declare a winner that weekend, and, uh, and I think we landed on Joe's. Joe's was our favorite there. Um, did, you, did you ever eat uh, the barbecue in Kansas City? Uh, no. And they were... Stunk the most was like anytime you play in Kansas City, um, usually it was an afternoon game, mm. you know, the four o'clock or evening. Yep. And so those those guys in the in the stadium parking lot there have had all that time, um, you know, and you get all those smells. So as you're driving in on the bus and you just smell all the different tailgates, 
and all the different barbecues that they have going. Yeah, they don't um, fuck around in, at Arrowhead, man. And, They're out there at 5 o'clock in the goddamn morning. It's 12 degrees outside, and people are, like, listening to fucking 90s rock, drinking fucking shitty beer, and barbecuing. A lot of sticks. Yeah, it's ridiculous out there. I've never seen anything like it before in my life. <laughs> great time, great atmosphere, but I understand what you're saying. Driving through that, that scent hits you right in the face, I bet, on that bus. Yeah, and then knowing that you can't stop. Like, that's the worst part, is that, you know, if you were – just driving through and you're going to the game you get hit with something you see a big tailgate you're like yeah you know what we'll check that out um but knowing that you can't go there is really just the deal breaker yeah. wow well i mean as long as you're not a raiders fan you could probably get away with stopping by if you're a raiders fan they might murder you but yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. like a normal other team like if you're in the jets they don't care about the jets nah, they don't care about the jets you'll yeah. be fine there yeah. an, an upstanding citizen and they're pretty nice too and kansas city uh the fans are relatively nice unless you're a raiders fan very friendly. Yeah, very friendly. Very friendly and, people But there. Raiders fans are not nice to anybody. No. Oakland fans in general, I know they're in Vegas now, but back in the day when I lived in Oakland, uh, I went to, so it was, I think it was 2014 uh, or 15, mm-hmm. game, game five of the uh, divisional series, and it was Justin Verlander pitching against the Athletics. And I'm like, hmm, it's probably sold out. Let me check. There's just like a ticket, like two rows back in, in, in uh, right field for like 60 bucks. Bu- for like 60 bucks. I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ, dude, yeah. you guys suck. Um, <laughs> uh, but anyways, I bought tickets, sat there. A lot, uh, lot of Detroit fans were there that day. And the, uh, the Oakland fans would like surround them in a circle and just yell at them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, and, the, and the circle would travel as that person moved. You know what I mean? It would, they would travel. Like, what is happening here? Uh, Nick, you know the podcast world. We got some sponsors who pay for this shit wagon to be on the air. Our chief sponsor for all of our sports shows is KillCliffCBD.com. Best in the biz. If, you, if you've got any joint pain, uh, even if you want to forget an ex-girlfriend, I would, I would highly recommend you have a can of this and, a, and a, an entire bottle of vodka. 25 milligrams of CBD in every single can Five amazing flavors now, including the Flamin' Joe. Joe Rogan's got his own flavor now. Yeah, he does. It's really good. I had one on the way to work this morning. Uh, I've been teasing Jamie because Jamie doesn't have any. No. Apparently, Joe has them all at his house and not at the studio. And, jo- and that's ja- the gig, though. Yeah, Jamie's like, I haven't even had one yet. I'm like, mm, it sucks for you, brother. Yeah, yeah, but that's <laughs> I got the a shitload. <laughs> Whenever I get the Killcliff CBD at my house, yeah, it stays them. in my house. Yeah, you hide I don't bring those you. outs. I don't give those to anyone. And it's one of the most requested things I get of like, hey, did you guys bring you bringing those to the fucking party for mixers? No, no, no we're not. Those, dude. It's too. It's not that it's expensive. It's just too valuable to me personally. It's liquid gold, yeah. dude. And I don't want to have to wait. But um, uh, you don't have to wait now. You can go to yeah. KillCliffCBD.com. today. Use the promo code Drinking Bros for thirty percent off and free shipping. That is a big deal with cans, man, because uh, the shipping can get pricey with cans. You have free shipping there and thirty percent off. Like we said, five flavors. Uh, the Flamin' Joe is pineapple and jalapeno. They got mango, you got orange kush, you got grape, and then you have strawberry. I, I lean, I, man, I think the pineapple is taking over for me. I think the Flamin' Joe is taking over grape for me. I, but I've, I switch it up. I, you can get a variety pack there too, which mm-hmm. is great. So if you want to try all of them, feel free. Go to KillCliffCBD.com today. Promo code Drinking Bros will get you 30% off and free shipping. Next up, mybookie.com. We're covering the AFC and NFC championship today. Um, they're going to have like a gajillion prop bets over mm. there at uh, mybookie.com for these games. Uh, right now, man, these spreads are tight. Um, but I think I have the winners. But you can bet with us or against us on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will get you half your deposit back. So if you put a grand in, you get uh, an extra 500 in your account. 
And as always, the odds we're going to read here on the show will be from mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros will get you 50% of your deposit back. Last but not least, ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. They're getting wild with the deals now. I think we need to check on these dudes, to be honest. But nasty. Yeah, they're getting, I mean, I, I really feel like we need to go check on their physical well-being because right now, uh, they've increased. Uh, you still get thirty percent off everything on the site if you use uh, Drink It Bros uh, promo or go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drink It Bros. Yep. Now you get forty percent off on the goddamn uh, uh, bundle, so it's a bed plus an adjustable base. Mm-hmm. You get forty percent off that deal. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it's that's uh, that's ridiculous. I mean, most people, for those of you out there that own small business, you know this. Your markup profit margin is usually somewhere between like forty and sixty percent. Yeah. So. What the fuck, man? I don't know. I mean, they must be selling so many beds because of the quality that they don't have to charge more for it. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. One would guess. Uh, otherwise, I, I would go beyond a physical check and probably do a mental one and maybe a rectal one as well. Mm. Um, just to get on the inside uh, of that asshole. Because yeah, you want to check it out. This sounds crazy to me. Because uh, they, they still have that 36-month page-ago program, no interest there, mm-hmm. which the 40%... Uh, bundle package with the adjustable base is applicable with that. Right. God knows what your fucking savings are on that. Um, Jesus, man. Uh, if Biden locks it down tomorrow, dude, you're going to want to sleep in comfort. Yeah, you're going to be in bed for the rest of your life, so you may as well. Yeah. Uh, and that, by the way, that 40% off deal, uh, promo code Drinking Bros at checkout with mm-hmm. that one. Uh, so go to ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros today and uh, get them deals while they last. Thank you, Nick, for your patience on this. They're terrible humans up there in the Bay Area. I have no problem saying that because their city's gone to shit and you can literally shit in the streets now, so fuck them. Um, my experience was that actually the, the new Giants stadium, right when it opened, Braves were in the playoffs and uh, I was sitting in center field and you're like, oh, San Francisco, peace, love. People were throwing shit at me the whole time and I was wearing a Braves uniform and I was like, luckily Braves stomped him. It was like 13-4 that game and it was rad, but... Uh, those fuckers, both sides, man. Because I've been in some a- athletics games as well. Yeah. Uh, these <clears throat> true assholes up there. What's the worst fan base uh, for you when you were playing? Uh, ooh, that's Oakland was obviously terrible. Probably Philly. Um, Philly's got to be one of know, them, too. Philly. But they hate the Giants so much. Yeah, that's true. Jets, so that's true. Kind of a, like, yeah. Um, Boston was always terrible. Um, hated going up there to the mass holes. Um, I mean, your your biggest rival is your your biggest rival is pretty much the Giants. You guys play in the same same stadium, so I guess it's probably a mix of fans every time you play them, right? Yeah, I mean, and it, it's always weird having a, a city that shares two teams um, because we don't we play each other every four years. Yet it's always <clears> a rivalry um, on each game, each um, like off season mm-hmm. for the. Um, for the draft, it's like, well, how'd the Jets do? Well, I don't know how the Giants do. And it's just kind of, it's, it's a crazy experience, um, you know, having two teams in one city. Yeah. Did you ever party with that, that, uh, fireman? The, the, the fireman these, Ed? Yeah. No, never got to. Although what? he's still around. So we'll probably have, we'll still have a chance. What's his sitch? Anybody go out on the town with him and rip it up? I've never been. I don't know. Nobody on the team was like, dude, Ed lives that life. No. I mean, you usually try to keep yourself back from the super fans. Um, that's just a, a good, safe um, measure to take. 
because uh, you never know when you're going to get kidnapped and kept in someone's basement. So yeah. you, so Steve you're Mc- R.I.P. Steve McNair. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, 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 Robert De Niro. Yes. Yes. But he's still alive. He's so. Still alive, obviously. Not a, not his career so much, but he. But he's alive. married some super fans. Yeah. Um, and that and that happened. No, no, no. I was talking about that movie he made, The Fan, with. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. With, uh, the Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes. Yeah. Big callback there. Yeah, thanks. Do you still watch uh, every game? Like, do you still watch the NFL? We've had a lot of players on the show who say, hey, man, once I stop playing, I just stop. I don't watch anymore. Uh, No, no, I still watch. Um, I don't watch as religiously as I used to. Mm -hmm. Um, But I watch um, because I'm a fan. Uh, Always have been a fan of football. Was a fan while I was playing. Um, And now more so, you know, having kind of seen how the sausage is made. Um, I'm still a fan to, to watch, uh, specific things and it's neat. I got kids growing up now, um, and, and they're fans. So being able to foster that, um, is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, uh, speaking of which, look, we got the, we got the two biggest games, uh, obviously of the year, um, which is uh, just a bold prediction by me. Just really, really laying it out there. I'm kidding. It's to go to the Super Bowl for Christ's sakes. Um, we have a sponsor, mybookie.com that we bet with. Uh, promo code Drinking Bros will half your deposits. So you put in a grand, you get 500 back, you wake up with 1500 in the account the next day. I have been absolutely crushing them. Um, I went, I won six for six. Yeah, this week. Not, nine for nine because I, I bet a bunch of parlays oh, yeah. and, and all that stuff. I've been on fire in the NFL this year. I think I've only missed, like, I've only had three down weeks. Um, I want to get your thoughts on Buccaneers, Packers. This is uh, minus three. It has gone up to minus four on my bookie. Who do you have in this game, Buccaneers versus Packers? Uh, well, I'm going to warn you. Um, my gambling has been terrible. So anything I say, probably just do the opposite. So you're, so you're um, like Big Cat but, from Barstool? Yeah, Big Cat from Barstool. Like Big Cat terrible. knows so much about sports. And he's obviously not a dumb guy, but he sucks worst at that. Dude. He's yeah, the worst gambler there he's is. Guy, he may just have the worst luck of all time. I don't know. Yeah. So what's your I, deal? I don't know. I, I'm. I definitely am really bad. Um, so Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay, and it's funny because like I started doing, I'd have my like I'd be picking games on Sunday, and then I would have my wife, you know, pick games, and you know she's picking because she likes the jersey or she likes the team or she hates the other team, um, and we pretty much have similar records, um, and so that and I'm actually looking at it and being like, all right, well they're gonna you know spread and everything. And she's just picking off a, a team's colors. So, uh, yes, I do suck. Um, Packers, Tampa Bay, right now it just seems um, like Tampa Bay is rolling. Um, Tom has really hit his stride. It seems like they were built for the playoffs. Um, and it, it's going to be watching Aaron Rodgers go against Tom Brady um, for a, a chance to go to the Super Bowl. It's going to be amazing. Um, I think Tampa Bay's defense might be a little bit better. Um so we'll see see how that plays out. But what, what's the line now? It's it is it's uh, minus four. Minus yeah, it's up to minus four yeah. on my bookie. Yep. Um, I bet this one earlier, uh, and I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you mine after this pick. Uh, who do you who do you got in this Bucks versus Green Bay? Who's going to the Super Bowl? And see, I think I'm taking Tampa Bay. Wow, and, and you get the points <clears throat> on that. So. Um, I like that. What about you, Anthony? Who you got? Uh, man, it's that's a good question to be honest because I'm I'm looking at the same shit he is, and it is uh, that Tampa Bay defense, man. I mean, it is it's pretty good, but is is there a defense out there that's good enough to shut down Aaron Rodgers? Is the question when he has his uh, his best receiver 
available now finally like there's no injury issues with him mm-hmm. and uh aaron jones looked great last week yes right so you've got uh you've got multiple threats if i, I think it's all up to aaron Rodgers. does he use aaron jones appropriately Mm-hmm. Right, or does he pull a Westbrook and go hero ball and try to throw himself out of a bad situation? If he does that, the pass rush from Tampa Bay is going to get to him eventually, and he's going to get on his ass. He's probably going to throw a pick, or at least he's not going to be as effective as he would. So I think it's all up to Aaron Rodgers. I don't think anybody else can dictate how this game goes. Who, except you, for who are you taking in this one? Um, I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Buccaneers. Actually, you're taking I, the I Buccaneers. Think, I think they're going to win. Yeah. All right. I, I think I think Brady's got that team clicking on all cylinders right now. I think he is the best quarterback that's ever touched a football in his life mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even i don't know if mahomes is even going to be able to catch him and i'm not i don't just mean about his physical talent because i don't know if he's even in the same conversation physical talent wise as mahomes but look at his fucking stats look 14 conference championships is, is amazing i mean and he might end up with seven rings if he wins this year right so look at those numbers versus anything mahomes could ever do considering what is a clear disparity in physical talent right mm-hmm. and and like what? What other than that fucking uh, uh, sixteen win Randy Moss team or whatever the fuck? What team did the Patriots ever have that was as talented as the Chiefs are right now, offensively at least? They never had. They never even came close to that, right? right? With all those weapons, with Kelsey and fucking Hill and all these guys, I think I, I, it's to me. There's no question. This is I. I don't want to turn this into a Jordan LeBron thing yeah, yeah, already yeah. before the motherfuckers even retire. But I don't think Mahomes can ever. Ca- Anyways, I think uh, Brady has got these guys clicking. Great. I think they're going to win. And Nick, you said you were no good at gambling, correct? That is correct. Yeah, yeah. I'm very good at it. Um, and I am all in on Green Bay uh, in this game. This is, to me, the easiest pick of the weekend um, out of the, the, the two games. Um, I watched this Buccaneers game. To me, I, it's, it's a team almost without an identity where if you don't have those four picks from Brees in New Orleans, I, I don't think they win that game, to be honest with you. And Brady looked... I, I, I want to say he only threw for like 200 yards in that game. I don't have the stats in front of me, Hot Bob, but uh, pull them up. Um, and then Ronald Jones has kind of been mixed in with Leonard Fournette. They're not really sure who the real starters are. Mike Evans, to me, is one of the best receivers, but he wasn't used that much this year. Gronkowski hasn't been used that much this year. I still don't think they have it dialed in. I can see them coming back next year with Brady having a full year with this team. And, and going really far. But I think this is Aaron Rodgers' year. I think he wins the MVP. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers goes to the Super Bowl. And uh, it, it just feels like his year. It's going to be 27 degrees there with a chance of snow. Brady's obviously used to that weather. But the rest of that team isn't, man. Um, so I, for that reason, and they, they got fans in the stands and the Packers. They were actually loud as shit. I know it was limited capacity last week, but uh, it was loud as shit. I, I've got Green Bay, and this is an easy one for me. I took this, uh, I bought a point on my bookie, took it down to three, and then I also took them in a six-point teaser with the next game, uh, and then gave that gave Green Bay plus two points on this. But man, I'm amped to watch this, and we'll be going live all day from the studio here uh, with both of these games, uh, with everybody all in on this. Uh, we'll go around the horn here at our producers, which which we typically <clears throat> do here. Uh, who do you got, Derry Dan, in this game? Buccaneers, Packers. Cheeseheads. Yeah, Packers Cheeseheads. minus four. It's, the line tells you everything you need to know about the game. So, Because it keeps going up. Yep. It started off as three, so everybody clearly in Vegas is betting the Packers because it's gone up a point this week. So everybody loves the Packers. I, I think the Packers even cover at minus four. I think they win by a touchdown. Uh, what about you, Hop Bob? Yeah, I'm... Um, um, 
all in on the Packers. Like I watched the Bucks Saints game, and <clears> at no point, like the Bucks won, but at no point was I like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I didn't think they looked team. dominant either. At yeah. what point ever in the playoffs have you been like, "Whoa!" When the Patriots were winning their Super Bowls, just out of curiosity. Other than, the, I mean, they didn't win the Super Bowl that year. It's true. Other I, than 07? I, yes, I have not. I've not been. Yes, 07 was the only year yeah. I've never been. Impressed they also, by they the also Patriots. don't have Belichick down there now, so maybe that changes this year. But honestly, uh, is is. What is the coaching staff on offense doing right now, and what's Tom Brady doing? Is it a LeBron, Tyron Lue situation? Do they have any input at all, or is he just running the fucking show right now? I'm not sure, but when I saw Tom Brady after that game drop a dime to Breeze's kid after he beat him, it was kind of like, hey, man, not only do I own you, but your children are going to look up to me as the greatest quarterback of all time and not you. Um, I'm with you. Brady's fucking rad. Um, I just don't think – it reminds me of when Joe Montana went to the Chiefs and they went to the – division the championship game yeah i don't i just don't think he's going to get there but i think next year with his team dialed in once they figure out all the shit we'll uh, see i think it'll be good and godwin keeps dropping passes man i'm going heavy on the packers i just I put a lot of money you on know this. you're you're probably right to be honest i mean it's you, you can tell when a rod's gonna fucking play the way we need him to play uh and that's when he's like loose and relaxed and shit he's yeah. not all tense and he's been Hanging out with Pat McAfee every Tuesday for the last six months or whatever the fuck. So he's, yeah, dude. He's probably in the zone right now. But, I mean, again, Brady's got the team clicking. They're doing what they need to win. They're Danica not- Patrick's not driving him <clears throat> to the stadium anymore. Like, yeah. that will ease your nerves real quick. You yeah, know what I'm she, saying? I mean, you know, she wrecks pretty much every time. He doesn't yeah. have to deal with her crystals. Yeah, she's yeah. got a big crystal Oh, she one of those? Danica Patrick. God yeah. damn it, dude. Yeah. Like, at what point... Like is Wait, it? We should ask Nick. Is your wife into crystals? Because if if they are, we'll stop this conversation. <laughs> no, she's not. She hasn't found that yet. Thank Where, Christ, because we would we were about to go on a fifteen minute rant about crystals yeah. and the original <laughs> Superman and Lex Luthor. Um, so okay, good. What yeah. is uh, where you're from? Uh, from where where you're Ohio. from? You're from Ohio originally. Are you back there now? Or you still live in New York? Where you at? No, we're uh, we live in Jersey now. In Jersey, yeah. Um, yeah, we got stuck here. Well, you know. It's <laughs> uh, you know, you do get stuck there. I mean, uh, yeah. So the crystal thing, at what point does that happen? I is don't it, know. Is it, a, is it like wealth? Cause I don't know. I don't think it's wealth. wealth and boredom is what it is, man. I had a, so I had, I had a house out in Jersey, um, and long beach Island. Love it there. I I'm a fan of New Jersey. I'm not, I don't know where you're at. Are you on the beaches? Or are you inland? No, we're inland. We're okay. out by the horse farms. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So you probably got a shit ton of acres and all that stuff. Uh, it is beautiful out there. Nobody really knows about that area. Uh, of Jersey, you always think about Patterson or Trenton for some reason, but uh, there is beautiful parts of Jersey. But there was a, yeah, I had an aunt who was super into crystals and she would bring those out to the beach house and all that shit. And it, it's, dude, it's money and like boredom, man. It's just too much. It's too much. Uh, and for that reason, again, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Yes, dude. It's a no for me, <clears throat> dog. He's out of that sitch. Therefore, Aaron Rodgers is going back to the Super Bowl. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if he plays Aaron Rodgers' game, there's a, there's a, not a great chance for Tampa Bay, frankly, but I don't, I don't know that he will. I mean, we've, we've seen this a lot before, right? Yeah. Where uh, Aaron it, it Jones, 1,100 yards this year. Uh, <laughs> he had 95 last game, I think, which is a good number. If he's, if he's got over, I think, uh, I think 15 touches and – uh, It was a tough Rams yeah, defense, yeah, too. Like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think if he's got over 15 touches and 80 yards in a game, they win every game, basically. Yeah. I think, so, I think so there's some stat like that. So it's – it's a good bet to make. I just think, um, I just think plus four. I mean, I can take that in a teaser up to ten pretty easily, and, and I don't think it's going to be ten. Yeah, because a lot of people be are doing that because that's what I'm doing in the next game. Uh, Bills against the Chiefs. Who do you got here, Nick? 
So this is a tough one with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, if he plays, um, you know, it's going to be a, a shootout. If he doesn't play, I don't have any faith in Chad Haney whatsoever. Um, and because so he I went to Michigan, Nick. He went to Michigan. Exactly. So, by, by the way, before we move on to that, since we're on Michigan, how happy were you to see Harbaugh resigned with Michigan? Oh, it was awesome. I have no idea what they're doing up there. They like, have it given was, up on football. It was the opposite of Cleveland when LeBron James did the fucking decision show on yeah. ESPN. Instead of burning jerseys, they were all like buying khaki pants. Like, yeah. It was the Keep greatest. them up there, guys. It was the greatest day for me ever when Harbaugh signed that extension. What's that Sun Tzu quote? If your enemy's making a mistake, let him. You let him. Just yeah. let Michigan be Michigan yeah. at this point. I'm so what fucking the fuck amped is about wrong that. With those motherfuckers, man. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. Who you got? So, like I said, I'm, I'm holding out until I find out with Mahomes. But mm. right now, I got I think Bill's last I saw was plus two and a half. It's three um, now. I take that all day. Plus three right now. Three. Yep. Yeah, it's three. Um, I'm I'm with you. So if if Mahomes plays, and you, actually you you would know more about this injury than than the rest of us would. When I watched it, I didn't see a concussion. It looked like some form of nerve in a neck that was pinched or whatever. But when he got up off the field. He looked like he was in another fucking planet. I mean, it looked like some of Biden's speeches early on in that in the primaries. Um, what was it? Do you think he's got a concussion or has he got some like some type of nerve issue? Um, I think both. You know, the way that he went down, it kind of looked like he was out there for a second. Um, and, you know, the nerve, you're pinching something back there that like he can give you the tingles. It could be fine, you know, in a day. But I've had them where they'll linger for, you know, two or three weeks. Um, and you just can't get the, the muscles to stop spasming around the nerves. Mm. Um, so it's going to be it, it's going to be a real tough. I mean, if there's any chance that he can play, I'm sure that he will. Um, but I don't know. I mean, if, if it is concussion, I mean, if they if they I mean, if it's the NFL, so they're going to make him play, even if he is concussed. Mm. Um, they'll just be like, oh, no, he passed the protocols. He's good to go. Um, so I, I still, uh, unless it's a real nerve thing where he can't throw or he can't move the way that he can, uh, he'll probably be out there. So knowing that, right, if they're going to push him out there because the NFL wants the ratings and all that shit, and he's the, let's face it, he's the face of the NFL right now. Um, how long can you stay in a game and how long do those symptoms last when you're playing with a concussion? I'm sure you've had them. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's not so much, you know, if you get out of the fog and, and you're, you're good to go. Um, you know, it, it's just it, more for, you know, the another hit, if, if he takes another hit while still, um, kind of feeling the effects of a concussion, that's when it can become, uh, dangerous, not only for, um, the team, but for himself personally. Um, so, you know, that's why the, the big push to make sure that you're cleared, um, and that you're symptom free and that, that you're good to go because, um, it's the multiple, um, concussions on top of other concussions that really seem to be, uh, doing a lot of damage. And with, with $505 million on the line, because that's what, that's what his contract is with the Chiefs, is there any part of the Chiefs that say, shit, maybe we sit him because he's going to be here forever? Or do they just say, all right, we're going for Super Bowl number two and he'll have a week off between games? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it really comes down to the diagnosis. If they, if they do away with the concussion diagnosis and he feels fine, um, then I'm sure that they're going to push him out there because knowing that he's there forever, um, you know, if he can play to half of his ability, he's still a fantastic <clears throat> quarterback. So, uh, especially with all those weapons around, so it's going to be, it's going to be real interesting to see these injury reports. Cause I think the first one, um, comes out, what is today? Today's Tuesday. First one comes out tomorrow. tomorrow yeah. Um, 
and so we'll see what he's listed as um, as we get closer going into the weekend. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would. There's no way I would make this bet yet. There's no point in making a bet on this until you at least until tomorrow when you see the first injury report. I beg to differ, and here's why. Right with the six point teaser option. Um, which we, we've done a lot of this year. You have to pair it up with another game. Mm-hmm. I've paired it up with this game, this Packers game, obviously. As a precaution, in case he doesn't play, because I still like this number, mm-hmm. I, took the, I took the Bills in this game plus nine, and I've teased this up to nine. That way, if he sits, I'm, I'm with you, Nick. He's, look, there's no fucking way Chad Henney's going to beat the Bills in this, right? And the Bills go to the Super Bowl. But even if he plays, right, Mahomes, I don't think that they cover nine on the Bills. Probably not. <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, the Bills have uh, – there, there's some issues here. One is where the fuck is Hilaire? Where is he? Yeah, I, that, that was, that's never been explained. Williams played most of the game yeah. running back. Like, what happened to that guy? Yeah, and uh, Le'Veon Bell does not fit in that system at all. They, no. are, they are a brute, brute force, push-off-the-line kind of team. He is a develop-the-play kind of wait in the backfield and let things happen and then cut kind of guy and it just you can see it every time he plays for them every now and again he'll rip off a big play but for the most part he gets jammed up waiting yeah. right i don't see that so then you're left with damian williams uh and he's good man now he's I, he's he is very good but uh and that that's the real in my opinion at least statistically from from this past year the bills are weakest uh on run defense their their pass rush is crazy uh and if it's chad henny and damian williams they're not going to win, I don't think. No, no. I don't think there's any chance they win that game. No, and I would love, like me personally, like to see the Bills fan base go to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. would be the greatest thing for football of all time. We would get to see more of Angry Cop's giant mustache. Oh, dude, there wouldn't be a, a, a table to eat off of mm-hmm. in Tampa Bay during that Super Bowl. Like they would all be smashed. And I'm here for it. I was just in Florida for that national championship game. It's, it's open, man. So shit's open for business. You can still rage in Florida right now. I guarantee you those Bills fans will be down there raging for that Super Bowl. And I kind of want to see that happen. Like, I love seeing Mahomes play. And, you know, it's a blast. Um, but if he's not healthy enough, let's throw the Bills in there and make it sexy, man. My only worry about the Bills, because I, I think there is a chance that they, they win even with Mahomes, is Josh Allen is still a, a tad young if it comes down to a close game, I don't trust him to not throw a pick or do something crazy. Is that I watched that Texans playoff game last year. There was some of the craziest fucking plays I've ever seen in that game. And I was like, man, what is he thinking right there? Um, so I don't know if he has the maturity yet, but that guy is certainly going to be a superstar in the future. So right now, I'm going to tease this up. I'm going to take the Bills plus nine, couple that with Green Bay, and take that it's uh, Green Bay plus two. And I already max bet this. Um, I post the bets, my betting slips in uh, Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook. Uh, private group join. I max bet on my bookie for two grand on that one, and that was my big bet for the weekend. And then I also threw two grand on uh, the Packers. I'll wait to see the health of Pat Mahomes uh, to decide what I'm going to do on game day here for this Chiefs-Bills game. Yeah, same. Uh, straight up, as far as the straight up bet goes. I'll probably take that same thing. I'm probably going to take, uh, take a teaser on the Packers and bundle it with that. Okay. Just just because I, I think uh I, I think Tampa Bay's got a decent chance to win that game, but I mean Both you, of these are great games. So yeah, we're not you, seeing anybody shitty and uh, I'm amped about that. But I, if I take Tampa Bay at, at fucking plus ten, I'm pretty sure that's a safe bet. Yes. I, I, I one would agree. Um what about you, Nick? Who do you think is gonna win the Super Bowl? Win it all. Um it's a good question. I if Green Bay wins, then I say Green Bay wins the Super Bowl. 
Um, you know, if Aaron, if Aaron gets past Tom Brady, uh, there's no stopping him. Um, if they don't win, if you get Tom in there, um, I think it, it would be a toss up between, I mean, I think Tom would then beat, um, the bills, but I think Patrick would beat Tom. So it's kind of, it's all up in the air. Uh, I, I'll have a better idea. Hopefully Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, it's interesting. I, to me, I, we, I picked Chiefs preseason, right? Um, and, uh, and I picked them last season as well. Uh, won the audience a ton of money. It was 8-1 to one going into this season. And um, I felt good about the Chiefs. But then there, it feels like a magical year for Aaron Rodgers where I, I don't see him leaving the NFL with just one ring. He feels like a two-ring guy, man. And uh, I, it kind of feels like the year of Aaron Rodgers. But I'll make that, that choice, obviously, after Sunday's games. But... <laughs> Just right now, the way it feels, it feels like it's Aaron Rodgers' year, and I think he gets a second one for Green Bay. Um, but we'll see this weekend. That's the that's the beauty of this shit, D'Anthony. Because um, if Mahomes plays and he's healthy, shit, I don't I don't know how you stop that team. No, if he's healthy, I know. But like what he said, if if you've uh, a lot of our fans are military people, they know what concussions are for sure. Mm-hmm. When you get multiple concussions, particularly in rapid succession, like within two weeks of one another, that's when you start to develop chronic traumatic encephalopathy, CTE, right? That's when your brain, like parts of your brain start to die, literally. Uh, that's not good. So I hope Mahomes makes a good decision this week. I don't give a fuck about this game. How many concussions have you had? Uh, six. Oof. But that's not that many. This guy right here, I mean, we remember talking to John Welburn back in the day, right? Oh, yeah, From yeah, the Eagles. Yeah. He was like, man, I, was, I had saw stars probably 30, 40% of the plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? So technically that is a micro concussion. I mean, that's a lot of fucking damage to your brain over time. Yeah. luckily there's ways to treat that shit now that we didn't know before and also we didn't know that it was even causing damage before but still for a for a player like a quarterback man you get it, it's those aren't micro concussions those are like you get those are big hits that usually take you out of games and two and back-to-back weeks will fuck your brain up permanently in a yeah. lot of cases so i don't i hope he makes a good whatever i don't know we don't know what the case is whatever it is i hope he makes a good decision same same. Uh, it's going to be fun on Sunday. Uh, I want to talk about uh, you went back to Ohio State and actually got your degree um, in 2019. Uh, how important was that to you? Um, it was real important, you know, to be able to get it. Uh, and it was kind of one of those things where I didn't get it for a long while um, out of spite. Um, I had a professor fail me um, my senior year, spring quarter. Um, so I was like, well, I'm not graduating then. Um, I'll, I'll ruin those rates. Um, and then after a while, it was like, all right, it's time to do it. And then we started having kids and it was like, well, I'm not wasting, um, my off season, uh, where I get spent time with my kids, you know, with my nose in a physics book. Um, and so it just kind of drug on for a while. And then, um, finally it, it got long enough where, uh, I think my wife really yelled at me and said, Hey, you probably need to take care of that. Um, and so knocked it out. Um, and now I, I have a diploma and she can't, um, she can't make fun of it me anymore for being the only college graduate in the house um as we are now both college graduates where did she go to school ohio university oh she went to ou man we used to go up there for halloween um halloween was the best four times in a row god damn right i went every year too man but she went to ou and you have a a degree from ohio state i mean that's you you trump her definitely in, in every possible way uh academically for those two schools by the way, what was the uh, what was the professor's name? You know, yeah, because that happened to me at Ohio State. I'll, I'll, I'm curious as to why he would fail like our one of our best players. 
Um, I think he just didn't like me. It was, um, I don't remember the guy's name. It was, uh, I, I started out in architecture my freshman year and then realized that architecture and football do not mix. Uh, so I had to switch to business. And I got to the end of my senior year, there was spring quarter, um, and I had four core business classes that I had to get a 3.0 or better in um, to be able to graduate from business school. And then I had this one physics class, which was the second in a series um, that I had to take the elevated series because I was at the time in architecture. I took it my freshman year and then I finished it my senior year. Um, and so I, I go there the first time, get the syllabus, find out, you know, what we're getting midterm final. Um, I, and I didn't think twice about it. It was like, all right, you know, all I got to do is pass, you know, D's get degrees. Yes. That's, all I need. So <laughs> That's I, exactly I what I care. said. Yeah. And so, um, I go to the midterm, you know, I think I ended somewhere in the seventies and it was like, you know, that's great. I decide, um, as we're coming up to the final to go to the last class before the final, maybe see if there were study tips or anything, you know, to look out for. Um, I get there, the guy goes, all right, take out your pen and paper, you know, for our quiz. And I looked at the kid next to me and I was like, what is this? And he goes, yeah, we've been doing this, uh, every class. Um, I was like, well, that wasn't on the syllabus. He goes, yeah, I don't know. It's just pop quizzes. And I was like, all right. So I go to the professor. I'm like, yeah, so I guess there were some quizzes. He goes, yeah, and you haven't been here taking them. Um, you can ace the final and you're still going to fail. And I was like, all right, great. Thanks. Is there anything like can I do? Can I write a paper? Can I make them up? Can I do extra credit? Like, is there anything? Because there's nothing you can do. No way. Mine was... Yeah, so was yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I confronted my, my professor, dude. Like, it got, it got pretty heated because um, it was uh, chemistry for me. And I was, he graded on a bell curve. I was the only white kid in there. It was all Asians, right? And there were, it was one of the ones for me, it was an elective for me. So I, it wasn't part of my degree. I was in journalism and uh, communication. And uh, I was like, dude, I, I can't pass this. Like, I can't, I'll never be as, as smart as any Asian on this planet. And I'm fine with that. However, I just need a D minus to get out of this fucking thing. And he was just like, well, you know, you can study hard and blah, blah, blah for the final. And I go, look, my parents are paying out of state fees for this. I feel like you really fucking owe it to me. And I go, just, just do what's in your heart. Just do what's in your heart on the finals. And then, you know, whatever happens, happens. But just know that it's, it's, a, it's a good chunk of money that's coming out of, uh, out of my parents' income here. And, uh, and I was grateful that my parents sent me there. You know, it's a college. The guy ended up giving me a D minus. I'm, I'm not going to say his name on air, but that allowed me to graduate in four years. Otherwise, it would have cost me another, you know, quarter there at that time. And uh, boy, I, I might have thrown him out the fucking window. Look, That's... I wasn't uh, playing sports, but mm -hmm. I was doing a lot of drugs yes. in college. Yes, you were. <laughs> and uh, Dan went to Penn State, by the way. Yeah, I did. I I never got uh, the the lowest grade I ever got was an A minus. Yeah. The fighting Sanduskies. Yeah. I, I call them the, I call them the, actually my fantasy football team last year, I think was the flying Sanduskies. It was, yeah. yeah. Very, very close. Yeah. It's, it's more like a circus thing than a, you know. Than yeah. A, they're not, they're not fighting anybody. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, last question for you here. Um, you went to the same, you were in the same hometown as uh, Mike Nugent, the Motor City Madman, um, mm -hmm. the kicker. And then AJ Hawk as well, who is also on McAfee all yeah. the time. Um, were you guys on the same team though? Uh, we were on the same peewees. Um, so Mike is a year older than AJ and I, uh, but AJ and I played third grade and sixth grade together. Um, and then did you guys uh, just dominate? Uh, yeah, we had a pretty good peewee team, um, which was a lot of fun. But then I went to the Catholic high school and he went to the public high school. 
Um, oh, so re- winter ways. religion creating division again. Yeah. Between AJ is. Hawk. Jesus Christ. We came back together. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah, we did. We roomed, we roomed together for four years, mm. um, which was a wild time, especially seeing AJ now. Um, like you mentioned with the, the Pat show. Um, I think we may have said 10 words to each other our freshman year, um, even though we've known each other since third grade. Uh, AJ just did, did not talk. Um, he was not a talker. And so now to see him doing um, media stuff is funny to me. Yeah, dude, he's on McAfee's show all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy shit. Because um, you never heard that guy in interviews when he was playing. Um, mm-hmm. No, not at all. And he got, dude, I, if memory serves me correct, wasn't his degree in something crazy like criminal pathology or something like that? Like, I think it was just criminology. Oh, criminology. Um, straight okay. up. Yeah. And so he, um, he's, age is definitely an interesting character. He, he's a blast. And I was excited because he ended up going to the, uh, he got inducted in Ohio State's Hall of Fame. Um, so I got to go back. That was the first time I've been back to Ohio State. This was last year um, in probably eight years or so. Uh, so that was pretty cool. No shit. Why, why not earlier? Just out of curiosity. You, were you bitter about the, the degree? No, no. The seasons coincided. Um, so it made it tough getting back. Um, and then once I was done playing, um, you know, my kids uh, are still pretty young. Um, so it was just kind of a, a hassle to try to get the whole family back there. And yep. then me leaving for a weekend, uh, probably would not go over so well with my wife. Yeah. Uh, one would imagine, uh, cause they still rage up there. It's, it's a blast. I've got to imagine your, your Jersey will be up in, uh, in the hall of fame there at Ohio state. Uh, it already is no, right. Not, especially not in college. You don't think so, huh? Really? They don't, they don't induct. No. You were a first round pick for Christ's sakes. Well, yeah, but I had nothing like my college career was pretty mediocre, I would say. Really? I ah, come on. You were tw- you were what, 29, I think? You were drafted 29th? Yeah, 29th overall. I think I I fooled people at the combine and the senior bowl. Um, but I think college-wise, you know, other than I started a bunch, it wasn't it wasn't huge. Now AJ, he had every accolade you could ever imagine. But, yeah. Um, college uh, no kind of swing swinging a miss on that one ah, believe in yourself i'll pay somebody off it's fine uh, well that, that would be fine i yeah. could i could live with myself there yeah i'll aunt becky you in the, into that thing you know i'll, I'll yeah uh, yeah I'll, I'll i'll pay somebody off to we'll get, get you on the we'll get you on the rowing team uh last thing before we go i know you hate cleveland apparently uh but we're trying to get cleveland renamed to flavortown uh, no columbus columbus columbus, sorry, columbus ohio yeah columbus uh, how do you feel about that? Do you stand with us on that? Because Columbus is racist now, so they're, they're thinking about changing the name of the city. Yeah. And Flavortown is currently number one. Yeah. Um, would you be down for that? Uh, has anyone spoken to Guy Fieri? Yes. I, I doubt he would be against anything like that. No, right? he's a great guy. Yeah, yeah great he, guy. Yeah, but would he get like? Does he get his own billboard then? Like, oh no, we're, we're hunting... if it happens, we're gonna get a fifth. We're gonna spend, statue. We're getting a bronze statue made, like a life size bronze statue oh, of Guy that Fieri would be made. Awesome. And we got yeah. a quote. Um, we got a quote. It was. It's only fifteen k for one. Yeah. Of a full life bronze statue. Yeah. We got a guy. Really? Yeah. yeah. We got bad. a guy. Yeah. A full a full size bronze statue. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a like the bronze part is only on the outside. It's just melted steel, yeah. like a hollow melted steel shell. It's covered in bronze. It's not that much money. We uh, we had a bet one time for uh, the Army Navy game. If one of our listeners streaked the field during Army Navy. Um, we would get a, a bronze statue made called the Brosman of the Year uh, for the show, and it happened. Um, and it, Trump was at the game. And uh, Jimmy Long, shout out to Jimmy Long, dude. Still one of the best to ever do it. He made it the full 110 yards across. 
I mean, end zone to end zone. He hopped out of the end zone, went all the way around. Uh, Bleacher Report did a huge article on him. And uh, we had a guy who made a bronze statue out of that. And then, obviously, our next question was life-size because one of us won a life-size statue. Um, and so he said 15K. Um, so he would hmm. do it for the show for 15K. So with Flavortown, with Fieri, we might even get a discount on, on Fieri, you know? Yeah, that would be. I mean, if we have to get rid of Columbus, which seems dumb, but I think Flavortown would obviously be your next best bet. Well, yes. look, I mean, look, yes. regardless of what Columbus did, convincing people to give him money to go sail into what he thought was India and blah, 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 mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the genocide and everything, uh, even with all those good things. Uh, <laughs> Guy Fieri is still better. Yes, yes. What did Columbus do? He discovered land that already existed. That yeah. he, like you don't, you don't discover shit that people already live in. Yeah. That's just like if I discovered your house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I walk in and let myself in and put all my shit down. Like, hey, I discovered this new house, guys. Uh, and Guy Fieri is making people happy. Yes, dude. Fieri found me a catfish restaurant in Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Like, you know, Columbus yeah. never oh, did any go. shit yeah. like that. Uh, now's the point of the show. Yeah. We get to the drinking bro of the week, which is someone who has inspired you or helped you become the person you are today who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to is it particularly just for drinking no there's a couple of oh well i was gonna go that route oh but, go um, ahead yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead go that route who is it for uh, drinking oh this is a tough call because i feel like i got started in high school early um we used because where we were in high school was um we were just south of university of dayton so we would just go to um, UD to go drinking, um, which was obviously a smart decision. Yeah. Um, and so um, I got to give it to, to Andy Swanson was the guy's name. He was a linebacker for us in high school. Um, he kind of got me started in the drinking world. So I got to give him credit. Um, so I think he deserves that. And then if we're going to go, you know, the actual person. Sure. Um Let's see here. You know, I think the drinking bro, um, since it's been categorized as bro, because otherwise I would say my wife. Uh, no, you actually oh no, it can't be anybody. Because yeah. we have a we have a spinoff show, an all female spinoff show called Drinking Broettes. So she can be your bro out of the week, your wife. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, we'll take her. Um, we'll take the broette um, because she uh, she made football possible. Um, we've been married um, my whole career, and um, without what she did, uh, I wouldn't have been able to, to do what I did on the field. Um, that allows me to do stupid shit like this um, and, and sell goofy barbecue sauce <laughs> as much as I can. Oh, you got something um, there. What is that? Yeah. What's? Are you in stores everywhere? Pop it up there. The OG. The OG, um, OG barbecue we're sauce. On it. So we're we're online right now. We're in the um, northeast tri-state area of New York, Connecticut, and um, New Jersey. Uh, fingers crossed we're going to be on Amazon at some point. Um, so we're, we're trying to expand slowly and surely. Um, but it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's a neat, um, learning about the sauce game. Right. Yeah. yeah and and it's for, a wild time. did you make it yourself or did you hire a team? Cause we're, we're working no. on some stuff here. Oh, you, you made it yourself. This is all mine. This is my recipe. I've had it for four or five years now. And then, uh, my partner, uh, this was back in, um, almost two years ago. It was like, Hey, you know, what are you doing with yourself? What do you, you know, or, or which, what do you want to do? I was like, well, I was an entertainer, you know, for 11 years. Um, and the only thing I've ever created are my four kids. I'd like to create something. And he's like, all right, what do you want to create? And I was like, I don't know. And he goes, well, do you have something already created? I was like, well, I got a barbecue sauce. He goes, all right, let's go with that. 
Um, and so we started from the ground up. Um, it's just me and him, you know, I'm, I'm the distributor, I'm slinging sauce. Um, we actually launched March 22nd, um, officially, which was right at the beginning of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, so that was good timing on our part. Yep. Um, but it's been, it's been a lot of fun. I've learned a lot. Um, and so it's been, it's been pretty neat to be able to, to share something that I've made um, that hopefully other people enjoy as well. Right. I mean, the biggest part of this for us, and this is probably one of the reasons our guy reached out to book you aside from the fact that you're probably going to be a Hall of Famer and that you're an Ohio State guy, yeah. is that a portion of your proceeds uh, go to Answer the Call, which is a, a for New York Fire and Police. It's a Widows and Children's fun, fun, Benefit Fund, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the Folded Flag Foundation that we worked with with uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. Yep. They do the same thing. They put people through school for... Uh, uh, children and spouses of, of KIA service members, they do the same thing with answer the call uh, for our uh, police and fire that have died in line of duty in New York. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, where can everybody buy it? Is it in stores then? So it's in, in a couple of stores in Jersey, ShopRites, uh, a couple of Ace Hardwares on Long Island. Um, we're hoping to get into Stu Leonard's, another grocery chain. Um, and then uh, you can always buy it online, uh, 74bbq.com, 74 spelled out. 74bbq.com uh you can buy it online get it shipped out to you we have two flavors we have the og and the spicy og um like you said you know portion of the proceeds goes to answer the call because they do amazing work i've Mm -hmm. been with them for uh seven or eight years now um you know just trying to to lend my ugly mug um and it's also fun for me because not only is it you know barbecue is passion uh but i'm trying to i have four kids and i'm trying to have a sauce for each of my children um, and so right now I got two, the two out are for my boys. Um, and I'm still plugging along to get two out for my girls. Um, so it's pretty neat that they each have their own little sauce. Which one's the spicy one out of these kids? Yeah, and that would be, so I, I go boy, girl, boy, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's my second son. He's the third. Um, he is a carbon copy of my, my firstborn son. Um, except he's a goddamn firecracker. And so that's why he got, that's why he got the spice. I can see it. in the picture on the website, everybody's kind of calm and looking at the camera and he's like, make, he's got his mouth open like your ass, uh, (laughs) stretching out a rubber band. Like he's getting ready to fuck somebody up. So obviously he's the one, right? That's that's the spicy. That's hilarious. That's awesome. I've got two, we're debating about having more. Would you, would you recommend four? So here's how I looked at it. Um, I always wanted two. My wife wanted four. Uh, we have four. So <laughs> um, you know, when you're when you have one kid, you're playing um, double coverage. When you have two kids, you're playing man. Once you have three kids, you're now playing zone. Yeah. Um, and then once you go zone, it's kind of a free for all at that point. Um, and so to me, the transition, the hardest transition actually for me was going from three to four. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know why I think it was probably because I was done, um, playing. And so I had to see, I had to do a little bit more work. Um, but you know, I, I think, I think once you're at two, I mean, two, such a, a good solid number three, like once you get to three, you kind of always have to have another one because then you need to even things back out. Mm, yeah. Um, so be very careful going down that road. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We, we, we've made a decision. It's one of those pandemic decisions where you're like, Hey man, if we're all going to be trapped in our houses, wearing masks and all that shit, I kind of just want more buddies at my house, you know, like living there. Um, and it was one of those things me and my wife talked about that we're like, eh, do we do it or not? And uh, everybody said the same thing. Once you go that many kids, it's tough. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, look, at least at some point, how old's your oldest one? Is he, what is he, like uh, eight or nine, something like that? Uh, 
he'll be ten here soon. He'll be ten. Uh, so he'll be taking care of the other ones here pretty soon. You know what I mean? If That's you, if you, key. Yeah, you got to space him out about two years, three years, something yeah. like that. That way, you know, the oldest one starts watching them, and then he's teaching the other ones how to get away with shit. That way, at least you don't find out the fucked up shit they're doing. Right. I want if I if I were to have children, I want kids that are getting away with the shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to catch kids doing stuff. I like, don't want to know about have it. Have fun, either. man. Yeah. As long as you're not getting AIDS or pregnant, you know what I mean? Just or or, or arrested, I guess, or or injured physically, then do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, because my next door. Ne- oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's, you I don't mean, want like, them to get hurt or anything, but shit, man. Yeah, you don't want to like a Freddie Mercury sitch. Um, but uh, my next door neighbors got four boys. And two of them are in college, two of them are in high school. And I was like, they have a guest house, like this pimp-ass guest house behind their thing. And I saw, I saw the kid walking out there with his girlfriend. And I asked, I asked him, you know, I asked the dad. I was like, you know, they're probably fucking on the weekends. And he goes, I know, man. There's nothing I can do about it. And there's nothing you'll be able to do about it either. And I was like, how do you cope with that? And he goes, you never do, man. You never get used to that. And I was like, God damn it. Do I really want any, any more, like, any more of my children going well, out to the guest house they're, they're, to watch a movie? Yeah, the real fucking problem for you is if you were to have a daughter. Yes, uh, that, would, that would be hard. Was that tough for you? Because it's all coming back. Yeah. Like is you're it, getting repaid. Karma's coming for you if you have a daughter. Was it tough for you with daughters? Uh, no, it wasn't. Um, I actually, it was, um, I, I always wanted a son. I grew up with uh, three sisters. Um, so having another girl never really um, phased me. It was more making sure that I had a son because I never had a brother. Um, and so having, having my boy first and then having a girl, which was exciting. And then knowing that we were going to have another one. Um, so hoping, hoping then for a boy, so he'd have a brother. Um, you know, th- that was more of it. The, the whole looking down into the future world. Um, the only thing I did on that was we held our daughter back. She's a uh, August birthday. We held her back from going to kindergarten for another year. It's like my daughter's not going to college at 17. She's at least got to be 16. Um, yeah. Or 18. 18, like, yeah. I can't, have, I can't have her going off to college at 17. So uh, that's the first time I've ever really thought about the down-the-line um, ramifications of having a daughter. Well, hopefully she'll, she'll be like, like the barbecue sauce will blow up, and then she'll be like a barbecue heiress. <laughs> Like a a, so, a barbecue <clears throat> sauce heiress. Yeah, like she'll be the Ivanka. She'll be the Ivanka Trump of barbecue. Yeah, dude. And she'll be like, "Oh, don't you know my dad is? He's he's the barbecue sauce guy. That's I'm a barbecue sauce heiress." Yeah. I mean, that's basically what Teresa Hines was, right? Yes. And she married John Kerry. Yeah. Not that that's something to brag about. No. Fucking hell, I married Lurch. <laughs> yeah. Got to wake up. With I'm, John I'm, 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 Kerry I'm married to do with a fucking me. horse face that threw his medals into the river. Yeah. <laughs> Get fucked, loser. <laughs> God damn it. I wish, uh, man, never mind. Yeah, no, I know. We could get super political, but the inaugurations tomorrow was MLK Day yesterday. Yeah, so we'll let's let it lie. Let's go ahead and say, all right, talk about some of the stuff we're going to be doing for the rest of the week. Tomorrow, we're going to go live at 1130 Eastern, 1030 Correct. here. Yes. Uh, and we're going to cover the entire inauguration. Then uh, Dakota and I will be live right around 1230 for American Party. We'll address some of that bullshit there. And then uh, Saturday, live show for Conor McGregor. What time does the fight start? Yeah. Uh, uh, that fights uh, the main card starts at 10 p.m. I believe, right? Uh, yes, well, 9 p.m. Yeah, yeah. 9 so we're PM. gonna we're gonna have uh, uh, Matthew Best is yes. gonna come yep. down for that. Some other people. I think we're gonna have a little get together here in the studio. So if you're in the Austin area, hit us up wherever you hit us up, and we'll figure that out. And then Sunday we're gonna watch cover the, the games. Yeah, we'll be uh, watching the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship yep. live with you. If I can get some barbecue sauce in before those games, we'll have it on the yeah. on the show, and then be able to tell the audience. How great it is if, if Nick really has a shot at having some barbecue heiresses in his family. Um, say the name of the, the website one more time. 
It's 74BBQ.com, 74 spelled out, BBQ.com. Great. Uh, go there now. See if he's one of the best. I'm, I'm imagining it is just because he went to the Ohio State University, and none of us do anything but the best shit there. So, you know, I mean, uh, my money's on you. Best. Maurice Claret I'll was say. really good at uh, spending time in prison. So, <laughs> yeah. Did you play with Claret? Uh, yeah, we came in together. Oh, boy. That's, uh, that one hurts. That was a good year. I was at the O2 Championship, you guys, you, you guys blew Miami up that year. Yeah, we did. It was a great yeah, it was, yeah. It was I mean, best. nobody saw that shit coming. Nobody. I did. I, I bet on it. Uh, they gave me 13 to 1. And, uh, yeah, exactly. I went yard <laughs> That's on plus 1,300 you got on that bitch. Oh, it was one of it's the greatest ridiculous. day of my life. Yeah, fuck um, that. Grown, I saw grown men crying like for the first time multiple. You know, usually you'll see somebody at a funeral and catch an old man like, you know, with a PMT. A powerful motherfucking tear, just one tear rolling down. I saw multiple grown men crying at that national championship in 02. Uh, Wait, when when was the one? When was the last time before that they had won? Um, 1970. Yeah, 30 some years ago. Yeah, it was a while because we didn't endure John Cooper. It was 1970. Yeah. John Cooper was our gym fucking and to beat that miami team too that nobody thought would be they'd won what 39 straight games or yeah, some yeah, shit like yeah, that yeah it was a wild it was a 13 and a half spread too yeah um but yeah dude that john cooper was our jim harbaugh i'm just glad that jim harbaugh is now at michigan and that's it so i'm amped about it yeah we should we should do a gofundme and raise the money to pay for his salary into perpetuity like here's here's like a hundred million dollars uh, just let let just let jim harbaugh be your coach forever forever just forever. We'll, we'll pay for his tidy whities and his khakis. All of it. All of it. All of it. I mean, they're not that expensive. They're not. To lie. be honest. No. 20, 20 grand you could buy enough. I hope, I, hope the whole he, I hope he stays there the rest of my life. He probably will. It's been great. I told you. I called this, what, two years ago. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Harbaugh's going to continue to win like eight or nine games in a regular season, lose to Ohio State, not make the playoffs, and because he had a modicum of success, they're going to keep hiring him because there's nobody better. I love it. It's the bad. They're stuck in this little fucking weird cycle. And it's never going to end. I hope it doesn't. God damn it. I hope it's like lost where it's just they're in purgatory yeah. he's forever. The, he's the football coach version of leaving your dishes in the dishwasher and pulling them out when you need them. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, Michigan. Yeah. Nick Mangle, thanks for being here, brother. We appreciate it. Uh, check out his barbecue sauce. And uh, we'll be live with you all tomorrow morning for whatever happens there at the Capitol. Uh, for D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, Nick Mangold, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good afternoon and buenas noches, everyone. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.